What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Good morning, good morning. It's 7.45 in the morning. It's 7.45 in the morning. Yes, you sound, you sound, you're awake. I am, have been since 7.30. Great, 15 minutes in. We're doing good. What it's one of those rare times where I was actually awoken by my alarm clock because usually I I wake up before my alarm clock and I think well that's gonna go off pretty soon. Mm. I don't. I haven't set an alarm clock in a hundred years. Oh Since really? Like college maybe. You just don't even bother. Yeah. I never this need is... to be awake as soon as I am awake. What if, you, the story. what if you go to like a performance and a dinner and it's late and then you get home and you need to wake up by seven in the morning or six in the morning? Mm, mm. Yes, you're, you're... Yeah, you're right. You're right. I probably have set alarms. I'm thinking now like when I've traveled. Oh, yeah. 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 Especially like work trips. Well, that's the worst. You know, time change. That, that what, kind of what? vibe. When you're in a hotel room and you have to be downstairs in the lobby to get mm-hmm. in the cab at 4 a.m. Four, yeah, exactly, totally. 4 in the morning. It's really and You're painful. like, okay, so I'm waking up in a couple hours. Oh. oh always feels real good. But I do Actually, miss traveling for work. I have been thinking about that recently. Oh, I don't want to travel for work. I just want to travel for fun. Fun, fun, fun. I fun. was um, revisiting the cooking video with Paige oh yeah and you ask if if she, if she had been to Sicily and that it brings up that you haven't been to Portugal is that still true? still true I feel like we should go to Portugal I'd love to go to Portugal and, and visit your Portuguese roots <laughs> you know I have no um... you don't feel it at all no I feel nothing yeah. about roots like that's meaningless mm. to me but I, th- I wish it was more meaningless to everybody on earth, quite frankly. Absolutely. It would, it would uh, decomplicate. Is that a word? Uncomplicate. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. We all understand. That's the point. Yeah. Look, the coffee just got to 400 milliliters, so it's time to pour it. Oh, here we go, everyone. As in yeah. the water. <laughs> yeah, so what happens is, is I, I put the coffee in the in the cone mm-hmm. I use a paper the ground and, coffee yeah because I use paper in the ceramic cone and then I put the mm-hmm. ground coffee in uh-huh. and then I pour over up to 400 milliliters or more you just dump you know, it I, in well I I go over slowly like like you know sure like, like in the movies <laughs> and then I put honey in the coffee and then I drink it with milk but I look I'm sure if even if I went up to 800 milliliters, I wouldn't know the difference. Well, yeah, you love milk. I love milk. Yeah, yeah. Milk is great. Thank you, cows and other animals. And apparently, like, nuts and trees and everything is milk now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So many kinds of milk products. Milking everything. Milk beverage. Hi. <sighs> well, it's 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 November and it is Dreary like thirty degrees boots. here. I think it's like ten I, degrees warmer there. Probably. And I'm, I'm gonna see. be there later today. I can't it's wait. Fun. We're having dinner. Yeah, where are we gonna eat? Let's think about it with the folks. Okay. Where oh should God. we eat, everyone? It's today. <laughs> Get back to us it's immediately. Hot here. It's fifty-one degrees. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it looks pretty sad out there, I have to say. Yeah, well, it's, it's delivering um, November here, for sure. Just like a, a gray kind of uh, piercing white light kind of vibe. Oh, we have a gray light. Do you have any leaves on trees still? We do, we do. Yeah, we and do I'm, too, I'm, but I, they don't seem long for this world. No, I'm waiting for it to be over so I can really clean up. Because I feel clean like up? 
I, I don't need to invest in like, you know, our rich, our rich neighbors across the street, like every day people come to like blow the 50 leaves off of their yard. It's crazy. Uh, to be rich and have no leaves on your lawn. I oh. guess that's, I guess that's uh, how, how it goes. But um, I'm mainly mulching my leaves into the ground because I feel like nutrients yeah. are desired by the world. Well, my brother has a blower and he's obsessed I with I have a blowing. blower too. It's really fun. But why aren't you blowing your leaves? Well, I am. I'm like, what's been nice is... What I have found, I blow the, I use the blower mainly to like, um, get the leaves out of like plant scenarios or like away from the house or, you know, whatever, um, which I'm really relieved to have after going through the spring and like having these kind of congested moments of autumn still remaining, so congested yeah the congested moments of all but the the pleasures of like having lived in a house for a year it's just the every day is just filled with a huge constant gratitude are you lying no oh because i think of like moving in a year ago and i'm like oh what a relief I don't have to well, do uh, any of these things. I have a lawnmower. I have a, a leaf blower, no less. Right. You worked really hard for a year to like get all worked the things really that, hard. that one needs in a house. Yeah. And there's still, you know, endless things to do, but um, they're nothing compared to the unlivability of the, of the way this house was. So. Um, to you. To you. Lower. <sighs> um, yes, so we're go- okay. I'm going into the city to see Song of Songs tonight. We're going to dinner. Tonight. Should, we, should we go to dinner near City Center? Yes. Yes. I think I'm going to go to MoMA because mm. I would love to see a Monet or like a Cezanne or like a, a, a Picasso. Just right before uh, dinner? Yeah, I think my train gets in around three, so I was thinking really okay. I would go there. I probably won't um, be free then, but no, no one's free. That's why I'm good. I'm doing it because I reach out to everyone and they're busy living their lives, which is totally what well, New York is. I can usually yeah. rearrange my life, but we do have a rushed, very rushed job at the moment mm-hmm. for for That's complexions, exciting. contemporary ballet. Wow. They've licensed. We've never worked with them, but I we I do know Dwight Roden from other times working around the ballet Down. circuit. Yeah, I remember we when I was in San Francisco, Dwight was making something as well for this festival. We got to know each other. I think perhaps I met Dwight when Drew, my ex roommate friend, was dancing for that company in two thousand and seven. Okay, two thousand and seven. Almost twenty years ago. Almost. Um, and then, um, anyways, yes, they're, they've licensed a Justin Peck duet oh, called, called The Dreamers. That was done at a fashion gala some many years ago. And, um, and they need costumes because it was like they need costumes, Dior it was, or something. It was Dries Van Noten. Yeah. It was Dries. And so, yes, now they need actual costumes and um, Harriet and I are here to do it. We're going to do it. That's we're great. doing well. That's it's great. actually we're really in, we're almost done. <laughs> you're in the you're in the in the end zone. These the rushed jobs I have zone to say, the they're kind of they're kind of great. Harriet I love I are, it. We're in agreement that it's great to really have to focus cons- and get it done conf- and be over. Yeah, consolidate everything. Just like work super hard. Run, yes. run, run, sweat, yes. sweat, sweat. It's over. I, I, I agree. I, I love like a tight deadline. Yeah. I don't like an endlessness. No. Ugh. Like we did, we did really good job with James's gala mm-hmm. piece Danzon, and that was similarly like hurry up and do it. We yeah. Were like okay. That's great. Um, That's great. So yeah, it's good. It's fun. And we did fitting yesterday and everybody was having a good time. Oh, this is the best story. Are you ready? 
Yeah, only if it's, like, actually the best story. Yeah, you're going to love it. Okay. So we're, we are met by the company manager, and they're, they rehearse at Harlem School of the Arts. I'd never been there. It's very nice. And um, we get, we're brought to the studio where they're rehearsing, but she's like, you know, I'll bring you in in a minute. But usually they, we do fittings out here in this hall. And we were like, oh, you can, we'll just stay out in the hall and um, set up, and you can send people out as they're available. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess they had a five minute break and so dancers started filing out and going to the bathroom and someone came out we didn't even know really who was going to be coming to us for a fitting but someone mm-hmm. came out and they said they could turn the corner and they said Reed and Harriet and we were like yes thinking they would be like oh I'm so and so I have a fit I have a fitting and they they just looked at us and they went iconic <laughs> work that's correct that's correct finally Reed and Harriet iconic (laughs) oh that's good finally getting the respect you deserve finally it was great we laughed and laughed oh my god that's good that's good oh well I got a job you did? Mm Hmm. tell me are you allowed to tell me? I think so. I mean, they didn't make, of course. They didn't make you sign an NDA. Um, but I started working in the most bizarre w- way, or the most casual, the most uneventful way. Um, but I'm, I've returned to restaurant work. Oh, yes, I remember As a that. side gig. Yeah, I mentioned this to you off offline. Um, uh, yeah, a friend of mine knows, like, the event manager person at Stissing House, which is like 30 minutes away from mm. here. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I've literally been thinking about work, working at a restaurant up here again, since right. we like thought about buying this house. Mm. Um, and I am glad in hindsight that I didn't do this last year while this house was as oh, it was. Someone had to go buy a leaf blower and all that. Yeah, absolutely. But also, yeah, I think the, like, falling out of New York City into, like, this kind of return to this kind of work would have been psychologically destabilizing. Mm. Right, you'd be like, why did we leave New York? Yeah, and even doing it now at this point felt good in that I don't actually, I actually have a lot of work. And I don't feel desperate for more work. So it mm. felt like a not tragic <laughs> thing to do. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, I mean, I've only done it once. And um, what were your duties? Fine. What were your duties? Well, what was wild, and I kind of knew this was how it was going to be because a friend of mine who knows this uh, man, this events manager person, um <clears throat> had the experience before me basically um which is really just like showing up and working the event as like a server um so for me having a lot of restaurant experience um I loved it because I generally with these especially in these like high high higher end or like high functioning kind of restaurants there's like a week or two of training. I mean, this is to be a server in a re- the restaurant properly. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know what their training dynamic is if you're like hired on to the actual like floor of the restaurant kind of thing. Right. But um, even so, I mean, generally, also my experience from restaurants is that working events or like buyouts of the restaurant are. It's kind of like the goal of the servers generally because <laughs> it's it's like the easiest way to work in a restaurant is are these buyouts oh. these events because everything's pretty you're, much you're not, like taking, you're not taking orders yeah, yeah it's just like a family everyone's like in a pretty good mood no one's like paying for it <laughs> except like a few people right and right, those are right. kind of the people you kind of so you're not to. you're not taking orders and you're not 
you're not like putting bills on the table. What are those called? Checks. Checks. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and it's just like a different kind of energy and you know, it's just like people aren't generally are kind of like roaming more and kind of when you're seated at a table, you're kind of or at least this is how it can feel I think for people. Like you're you're like imprisoned in your chair and you like can't help yourself at for anything. Yeah. And you're like waiting for a server to come like bring you more water or whatever. But, but in this you know, situation, like a, everyone just gets up and asks. Yeah, people are just sort of like, oh, I'm going to get up and go talk to that person over there or whatever. So right. there's kind of like a more fluid feeling to the whole thing. Like, can I have a cup of water? Tight. Can I have yeah. a cup of water, please? Yeah. So it's just, it's better. Um, but still, I was surprised at like showing up right into the event. Um, and, but loved it because I didn't need to be trained I was like, old hat, just like, mm. where's this thing? Where's that thing? Um, what the restaurant's gorgeous. What were you wearing? Um, well, I was told to wear a white or cream button down, which I did. Did you, did you wear an apron? But there were aprons. And I they also knew had, it. They also had shirts that you could wear. So, you oh. know, whatever. Um, case. But, yeah, I think I will continue to do, to wear what I wore, but, um, When's your yeah. next one? When's your next one? On Saturday. Oh, great. Does it seem to happen sort of once a week? Well, I do not want to work more than, like, I can't imagine, I think two times a month is sort of going to be my limit. Mm. Okay, um, that sounds great. Yeah, because I don't want to have bad feelings essentially so right you make, um, it's part of like couple. yeah I go, I, I go in I hang out with people like this felt very like hanging out and like taking care of people and is that's, this hourly are they splitting something like how does it work um yes I there's some kind of hourly pay which I don't even mm. know what it is mm. and then tips are divided an interesting thing like this but is like tip, such a great tip. People are tipping. Well, there's gratuity included in the check. I see the huge check at the end for the people yeah. for the wedding so, people or whatever. And apparently, my understanding is that when this is there, I think the the story is that the restaurant just tried doing brunch and it like they found that it didn't really work for the restaurant. Mm. And so while they were doing that, they were booking daytime. This was a date. This was a brunch. This was a a baby shower brunch, oh actually, which was absolutely lovely. Everyone was very weird and sweet, <laughs> um, appropriately weird, you know, like baby showers are. Um, but I don't think there'll be any more daytime because I think they were only booking these daytime things in concert with like a brunch dynamic. So mm-hmm. uh, like Saturday is a evening event and I think all of the tips for the entire restaurant event because this is a large it's a large beautiful kind of shaker style former hotel kind of feeling building it's really beautiful there's like fireplaces in every room it's gorgeous oh so if you don't know Stissing House um, is a restaurant opened by Claire DeBoer who um, opened King on the street on which Reed lives. That's where I live. Yeah. I walk and it was just named every day. by the New York Times as one of the best restaurants in the country. Stissing House? Stissing House. Oh, wow. One of five, I think five New York State restaurants. Wow. The only amazing. one outside of New York City. Should I be eating at King more often? I, I don't know. I mean, I've never eaten there. Cause I've, only, I've only eaten there once, but I do stare at the people who eat there every single day. Really, I really, really scan them. Because they're gorge? Well, sometimes, I mean... You're questioning whether they should exist. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, look, they're all... It's very specific, the clientele it It's came. a very small... I've eaten there before it was king. Whatever uh-huh. it was before that, uh-huh. I've eaten there. Um... And remember it being very tight. 
Well, the people... Well, now they have all the outdoor seating, so it's changed. And uh-huh. they've made their outdoor seating, like, very, like... Luxe. Luxury, warm, beautiful, like, yeah. luxury sheds. And the people who eat there are... They have money. Yes. But they're never ostentatious. Like, everybody's right. wearing, like, what is clearly a very expensive... Simple, beautiful thing, yeah. Expensive, Uh um, you know, crew neck sweater. But, like, the right glasses. It's very, like, these are very nice things, but you might not know. You know, it's like that. Uh Uh-huh. And the food, the food kind of feels that way at Sissing House, from what I've seen. I haven't eaten there, actually, um, because also (laughs) I'm not, (laughs) you know, I don't have money, which is why I'm working there. You didn't Um, get a bite of the eggs or whatever oh we did eat some of the things and they were gorge but very but very sort of unassuming but like you know perfect i love that yeah so i mean it's there is this like um and actually i i've signed up for claire so claire DeBoer interviewed um this cookbook author whose name escapes me um at at talbot arding and i was asked Paid to film the event for Talbot Dory, and Harding. Dory Greenspan? No. Oh. And it was a, I would say, like, very tricky interview, and I thought she did an excellent job. The A of all, the person had uh, laryngitis. Oh, no. And was pretty, <laughs> like, um, combative-y, contrarian, about, about, about like, everything. Books? Oh, God. Just about, like, everything. And I was like... Wow, this is she's really hold she's like doing a great job at like navigating this wow. dynamic. Um, Hard to imagine people having a combative interview around cookery books. Well, you know, different people are people are complicated. I guess it's a competitive industry. Yeah, I mean every everything is in a way. It's just sort yeah, of my, like how do you they... want to play it yeah sure but, um, um i yeah but I oh one to... thing that came up is is um because i was talking to my co-workers and they were like have uh, are do you do wedding videography oh dear and i thought no uh, and i've i have thought of this in the past but i'm like i don't want to i don't want to pursue building like a wedding videography business right however but but I would do it. Yes. For the dollars. Be very lucrative. And I think it would also be fun in the way that, like, I do love occasions and such. So, so if you're, if you're getting married or if someone you love is getting married and need a videographer, let me know. Uh And I, I would love to, like, have an example. So... Um, I feel like I can start at a, at a re- very reasonable rate. So definitely. And also if you want to have like a wedding video that is chic and fun. Yeah. And it'll be gorgeous. Cookie, so. It'll absolutely be incredible. Yeah. It'll be germ. I yeah. saw that. I saw you make your little video about social dancing and said social dance can uh-huh, save uh-huh. us or whatever. Yeah, it's true. And I thought this is true because you know it's, I went I and, went line dancing the past two nights and I thought this will save us all. Yeah, I I really, um, it feels pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. More of that. I would. I haven't done it. I've just like you know, did that event. Uh, the, it, there's nothing bad about it except one thing. Oh, what is it? Well, the two things. Oh. Uh oh. No, no, it's just what I, (laughs) sometimes people, look, we're all there to have fun and we're always told at the beginning to be kind to ourselves because, you Mm -hmm. know, it's, but some people just, I'm like, can you focus a little harder? Like, I knew it. I knew it. This is going to be you being a bitch. Yeah, no, that's my one bitch. People are having too much fun and aren't serious enough. That's, Yeah. Um, okay, my second this grievance... Is why, this is why social dance doesn't work in this country. Because there are these bitches out there. <laughs> There's me, I know. 
<laughs> okay, my other grievance okay. is, look, I allow, look, I'm not yelling at anybody. I am shushing sometimes when the teacher's teaching. Oh my God, of course I know. Are. But then so... the other thing is hours, which is that like you get out around 10, 15 or so, and then Too you're late. like, you're like, am I, is it dinner time? And then... You know, like last night, someone's birthday happened, so there was this huge cake, and I had this giant piece of chocolate cake, because I was leaving the place, and I ate it as I walked home, and then I was like, I guess that's dinner, because I was like, I don't, I'm not hungry anymore, and so it's not good to eat a huge piece of chocolate cake for dinner, I don't think. No, it's not. It's not. No. No. And, you know, after 10 p.m., it's crazy. I what I should do is make sure... start? Well, eight, but I'm always like running no. from something like work or dress rehearsal or something. But I should just wow. have dinner finished before I arrive. Absolutely. But after you, sh- you but, should be eating at like five. But after I burn all the calories, I'm hungry. Well, of course. Yeah. All you. This is just. You just need to be prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I got to go twice this week. It's such joy. I love it so much. That's um, great. And what is it called? Again. No. no. You oh, you're not sharing. You don't want people to go. Well, actually, fair that's enough, the thing. Fair it doesn't really have a name, and it doesn't oh, have a website, perfect. and it perfect. doesn't, ha- you know, like. Great. But there is, as you pointed out, there's Big Apple they're, Ranch they're all coming over up the this place. weekend. There's, well, there's Stud Country, which is L.A., and then Big Apple Ranch is New York, and they are twice monthly, and they're coming up this Saturday. So go to Big Apple Ranch, Saturday night. Big Apple Ranch. Big Apple. It's different because they do mostly two stepping at Big Apple Ranch and not as much line dancing. But who knows um, the difference? You know what I mean? Well, two stepping is partnered. So like there is there is. Do you want to go with a partner? Well, that's fun because then you don't have to worry about the anxiety of dancing with a stranger. But also it's fun to like when the good people dance with you. Well, (laughs) sweaty everything. Yeah. So. But that's Anyways, good. It's good to give into it's it. Good. It's totally good to give into it. I used to waltz around at Big Apple Ranch with this guy, Arnold, who I was like, we're in love. We, we weren't. But it well, felt you were, really good. though, in a way. You know? We were. That's in okay. In a, in a dancing way, in a social um, dance way. In a social dance way. Uh, what was I going to tell you? Oh, I saw a lot of dance this week. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh no is is at times the correct sentiment, and then oh, okay, is sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, oh, all right. Yeah, and then also at one time it was like, oh wow, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll start with the oh okay, which was Sankai Juku, which I saw on. Wednesday or Thursday or something and that was you know there are these Japanese people who I think are very invested in Butoh uh-huh. forms but are I think they receive all of their support in Europe France perhaps and there's something about the work that is the music is bad it's like they're doing these amazing movements and they're really good at them and it's really just a, a moving experience to watch their kind of movement history through their bodies and it's really amazing but then the music and the production itself is kind of like this is cheesy manipulative uh-huh. um so that's hard that's hard i almost wanted to just put like sound canceling yeah. earplugs in my ears um, but they were very, look, compelling to watch, for sure. Beautiful performers. And I, w- I found myself at times moved just by the gorgeous dancing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Then I went to the Stephen Petronio show at Skirball. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. This is a moment where I'm like... I'm... <laughs> I've had a few days to process what happened, and I'm kind of like, I do realize that there's not, it's not, there's no point in being unkind or... No. Something. I, I so mean, I, like, I well, there to, is sometimes, but... I try to, I don't know Stephen Petronio. We've never really talked. I don't know the man. Uh-huh. I do know people who work for him, and they've worked for him for a long time, so I have to assume there's something good going on, you know? <laughs> And, but 
I just, I, I was surprised. I've seen a lot of Steven's work over the past few years because the programming has been really compelling because Steven was doing this bloodlines project where mm-hmm. he was showing bills, work, kind of thing. right? Showing yeah. work from his history as a dancer, which mm-hmm. was Merce Cunningham works and Trisha Brown works, which was like Merce was some of his training. And then he was in the, the first man in the Trisha Brown dance company. Uh-huh. So that was always great. You'd see like a Trisha Brown piece paired with something and then like a Steve Paxton thing. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and it was in, really interesting. And like, he was part of the the MoMA thing with all the mm-hmm. Judson people. And then he had his La Mama show where he showed all these pieces from the 80s, which were punk, like like part of punk kind of Michael Clark culture. So it's like all these interesting influences and aesthetic choices and the history I'm absolutely invested in. I want, I'd like to see it. I was always, I'm always happy to see it. But I always remember, in the back of my mind, I would think, well, remember when you just go to a Stephen Petronio show at the Joyce, and it was just, like, new things, and it was just, like, not not my favorite. Not my favorite. Uh-huh. Well, Skirball this week was a kind of return to form, but in a way that was a bit... That felt careless to me. Because, basically... I'll just describe what happened. And I, I, I hate to... Look... I'm contextualizing this through the lens of, like, there's something good there. Okay. Right? Don't you think I've already done that? Well, I think I think it's also, I mean, I think it's TBD here. I don't know. But um, it's also okay for you to not like a dance. It, this does not yeah. mean it's a bad dance, actually. That's true. That's true. So, That's I mean, it's true. interesting to me because I, I would assume that the way in which this dance probably has value is... Because I already expect that I would have hated this thing. But I don't know that I like dance. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's very Um, that. It's very capital D. But you do like dance. I do. So that's interesting to me. But nowadays, I'm more invested in like... The 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 show show and the the concept. Right. And that's for me like... What's happening here on like an art level... The moves are whatever. The moves used to be really important to me. I used to prioritize the moves, and now it's like I don't. I, I care that there are moves, sort of, but also like, in what order are the moves, and how are they being kind of doled out to us, and in what space, and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So, the piece we're all seated at Skirball. The piece begins dancers begin coming out in their sweatpants and they're warming up they're just like they're chatting a bit with each other it's very casual but the audience is now aware that it's like aware enough that we're all silent and we're st- we're just uh-huh. looking uh-huh. it's not like a casual everybody continue talking moment well it like, wasn't they would have needed to have been out there from the get-go exactly because now the doors are closed yeah and the dancers this are coming out the show and they're doing the shtick where dancers warm up on stage, uh-huh. except it's the performance. Oh my god, this happened in that play that Parker did as actors. Oh. They came out. It's yeah. humiliating. It's anyway, so, continue. It's really. I'm like, cancel that. Everybody. Are we in elementary school? Exactly. Well, this. Perhaps. Well, wait. Wait till you hear. <laughs> wait till you hear. So they come out. They're warming up. Eventually, they're all out there, and they're. They're chatting, they're bending over their legs, they're going over some moves. Steven comes out, he's wearing a lavalier, and he starts dancing around the dancers. They slowly start to sort of mobilize and try to pick up whatever he's improvising. Mm And then he starts talking about Mm -hmm. how he makes a dance. Okay. And I thought, oh, we're at a lectum. Uh And he's like, "I, I show what comes out of my body and my dancers, they pick up what they can. He's like, so now I'm going to have these three dancers show what I just did. And I'm going to have these three dancers show what I just did. Okay, let's move on. And he should, he makes a little more. So now he's making a little bit more of a dance. Okay. So we're at an open studio kind of. We're at an open studio, but it's on stage. That's right. And a very stagey stage, no less. Very stagey stage. So he's putting it all, he's making a little dance, he's putting it together, and then he starts, the dancers leave, they're going to go get ready for the dance, 
And he does a version of Trisha Brown's film of Water Motor in her uh-huh. studio where she's talking. Uh-huh. And so she's, you know, she's oh, doing... Right. Well, but wait, this, is, this isn't the, the that version. This is the, um, what's his name? Jonathan Demi version, right? Where she's talking is, and... Right. She's improvising and she's yeah. talking and it's she's like, film. you know, she's making mistakes. Yeah, it's really great. And so Stephen is improvising and talking and in his lavalier, as, as it's going on and on. And he's talking about, um, I, don't, I don't even remember, but at, at a certain point he gets to like stuff that gets under his skin. And now he's going to say a list of the things that gets under his skin. He sits at the front of the stage, cross-legged in a meditative pose and he starts make, saying this list mm-hmm. and he also starts he talks about his history a bit and how people perceive him and blah 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 and um the list is like you know donald trump and marjorie taylor green okay so broad and it's brought but it's also things like losing my glasses and you know things like that okay. and then but then it's also things like there's ironic things in there like like um narcissism and you're like, well, well, well. Let's turn the spotlight on. Yeah. So he's thinking, well, I don't care. But baby, look. Sometimes things that get under your skin are the things about yourself that you, you know, take issue Can't with. avoid. Yeah. So this happens, and then eventually he leaves, and there's a two-minute pause, and I, at that point, thought, should I leave? <laughs> Escape hatch. No, I was like, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I have to go. So, I, because I'm upset at this point. I'm upset. But I do, what I do like in this kind of show, I think I, why I don't, I don't think I would have left is because there are sections and a sense that things could be, things can and will probably be different. Definitely Maybe not different. better, but like that's something, mm-hmm. something else is going to happen now. Which I right. appreciate. Well, this had gone on for, I'm going to go ahead and say about 30 minutes. This whole, from... Whoa. Yeah, oh, this wasn't 10 minutes. This was a, this was extensive. Goodness. So then he leaves. Dancers come out with this violinist and they do, they start this dance in these silver costumes that were, and I, I support designers. I support designers. I support designers. They were um, they were done by a fashion designer, and they were somewhat uninspired as dance costumes go. But they were very like these are boys and these are girls, and you know. uh-huh. Uh-huh. so um, they do. They start the dance, and then when I tell you that I was astonished that the dance ended as soon as it did, that's an understatement. It was over in fifteen minutes. And that was it. That was the dance. So as soon as it ended, I I thought, mean, I'm kind of like work, slay, how to, how to make a 15-minute dance into a full-length Into a, Yeah, and the, interestingly enough, at that point, I just put all the pieces of the puzzle together because in Stephen's kind of opening shtick, he was like, I'd like to thank Jay Wegman, who's the director uh-huh. at Skirball, for leaving us alone. And I uh-huh. thought, well, he sure did because you did not make a work. Oops. Yep. I was like, you had six dancers and you made a 15 minute thing and you turned it into a show by doing a thing nobody asked for. That was my feeling around the show. Yeah, that I sounds was, like what it, what it was. Yeah. So I, I, did, I was upset, but I was also like... Thank you, Ryan Pliss, excellent dancers, for giving me a free ticket. Oh, absolutely. That yeah. is a rage kind of a, a, a soft, what, tamper? Tamper? No, it helps. Whew. It helps. Honey. Yeah. Honey. I mean, so that's good. but I there's like a whole, this. there's like a genre of like, I, I don't know. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to say what I was going to say, but there's a genre of like this kind of making or like no show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I think, you know, there's something about 
like the, being given the stage of skirball and doing that as well. Like, do this at like movement research or you know some some like yeah, well or more here, fluid I would kind say, of experimental space. Why not go space. do it at like Baltimore School of the Arts, right? Like go like show high schoolers your dance process. Sure, sure, right. Right. It would right. have been an absolutely right. ideal show That's for right. a lecture dem- for a high school lecture right. demonstration. Right. Right. Um, but you know what? Hardworking dancers who are like highly skilled and excellent and I value I value them. I value dancers. So that Yeah, happened. well, it's also I mean what Connor said last week about like when you leave the stage and you see the dance, it's like an absolutely different entirely different thing than being in the dance and dancing it so totally it's like i you know i i am constantly thinking well like oh well this looks like fun to dance it's nothing to watch but like you know they look like they're having a good time this is like the lahore what have you it was Mm -hmm. like well they look like they're having a good time i don't want to see this ever again but like mm-hmm. i want to unsee this actually mm-hmm. but um mm-hmm. they're having fun i wish i'd seen that show there's been a lot of like differing opinions about it well i think i think the 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 second show which i think is like more of a show i i have like footage of it but this it's was just the, loose, the, con, the lucinda concerto pieces that's what I didn't like. Where, oh, I see. The, like, yeah, the five random runaround dances, which felt mm. like parodies of Lucinda Childs, even, like, mm. Lucinda's pieces. But, um, yeah. But I am, but again, I also was very much like, I don't think I really care about dance right. in that way. Right. Like, it, or like watching people at a club dancing, like that's that's not really a show for me. I'm like that's mm, mm. Um, either something you're interested in like joining and doing as well or not. I just you know like bouncing your ass on the ground. I'm like that's that's for like having sex. Mm, mm. So I I don't know. Like I guess you can get off on that as a viewer in like a your own kind of way but it's, it's interesting there's like not all me. the all the things that performance makers do it's almost like there is like a place there is a context in which like anything can work right it's just like understanding the space and the time and the and the audience you know it's like right. there's a lot which of is a tricky thing if you're like touring stuff around or whatever because then you're just ending up in like random ass places right Okay, so anyway, right. Stephen Petronio, thank you for allowing me to talk about that. I, I, was, I was debating whether or not to say anything at all, but there we go, I said it. Um, and I also saw Trodgel's show at BAM, at BAM Harvey. Yes, I think I read a review of this. And I had heard two things in the same day, like the day before I went, that were pol- complete polar opposite <laughs> opinions. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God. One from Terry O'Connor, one from Burr Johnson. And I was like, uh-huh. whoa. Okay, interesting. Yeah, two people I respect, their work. Two people yeah, who make... Yeah, but I also da- think... Yeah, very different positions of entertainment, theatricality, bodies. I yeah. Think no, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I went to the Trottle show and it was really hot in the theater. Okay, that it was so sweating. Um, Ugh, but the this show is be- in the opera house or the Harvey Harvey. Okay. So the show begins, there's a hundred thousand people I know there. So they begin the show and the dancers, Trodgel's already out there and there, there are these piano bench stools and benches and they're doing these kind of like repetitive, like rowing action with their arms sitting there and, mm-hmm. and and they're kind of like picking it up from one another as people come out and letting go of it and walking away. And it's Joni Mitchell songs initially. Right. And, and I was like, this is, this is cool. And then they eventually like leave and come out in more like fashion-y clothes or maybe they were wearing the fashion clothes straight away. Never mind. Yeah. And then 
I mean, the whole thing was fashion clothes. The clothes were incredible. There was just amazing clothes throughout. That's that's fun. Yeah. It helps. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The clothes were it. So they start doing these things. And then they get through two Joni Mitchell songs of sort of creating... These are sort of melancholy, you know, like what? Like... Well, no, no, that one, that one was the third song was both sides now, but they were more like upbeat Uh, uh initially. Okay. And then they were like, um, they were basically, I feel like to, you know, showing us a kind of like language that they were going to communicate through for this first little part of the thing, which is a language that I feel like has come very organically from Trogel's body of work. So if you've like been to the to the pieces over many, many years, like you kind mm-hmm. of know like where Trottle's coming from and where they've been going. So eventually like, they, they get to both sides now. Which is and where, they, which is where, like, so like a kind of Vogue runway yes. vibe? So that's where we get to by both sides now where they, they all sort of like exit and start re-entering doing these like very slow, beautiful model walks. Like everybody's now on their tippy toes and they're modeling through the benches mm-hmm. and around the stage to this music. And I have to say, I was like overcome. I was like, this is so beautiful. This is Amazing. just, this is everything that Trajal's been working towards for all these years, which has been to like take this physical language of like walking down a catwalk and turning it into a choreography. Like mm-hmm. how is this a performance on a stage. Uh-huh. And I have to say, like, the, I, I, I think it worked, it was very successful in Maggie the Cat, which was at Skirball a little while ago. Um, but it was, there was, it was very tongue in cheek. And this one, mm. I was like, whoa, like there was a gravity to it that I was like, that somehow like really, really worked. And then the last section, they came out in black fashion clothes and and were all sort of on the benches with always a couple people up at a time, sort of improvising through the stools in this kind of like voguing slash not voguing vernacular. And mm-hmm. I zoned out, I have to say, in that section. I was really, really hot. Um, and, then, and then again, the piece ended suddenly. It was just like 45 minutes and it was mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But so like I had kind of multiple experiences during that piece. Um, but I think good. I want to say good. Yeah. I think good. I mean, yeah. beauty come through. Well, yeah, you know, I love beauty. Um, well, she's a, fo- she's a powerful force. There was, the audience reaction was a somewhat of a, like there was a really powerful audience reaction, standing ovations. And I thought, oh, wow. Well, good yeah well when i ushered <coughs> Sam, i was often excuse me shocked by the audience's responses specifically to mark morris but anyway um people love, people love that people love it i love it at times um yeah, when you I mentioned rowing i i have not been talking about lessons in chemistry every week and i am so obsessed you haven't I, watched I'm, this I'm, yet i'm all caught up oh i love it I love it. I love I could the show. Lo- I, I, I like it. I love it. And I feel like <laughs> it's a little bit Wait, reductive. did I say I love it? There's, like, not very much nuance to the show. It's very, like, I'm a smart woman and you're a stupid man. Like, that's the show. Yeah, isn't that great? Except for the one man who dies. What do you mean? Oh, well, that's well, the one she loves. Well, yeah. right, because they're the same, they're the same person, essentially. And right. Right. He, uh, how about that? He's Bill Pullman's son looking just oh, sort of like, wow. Bill, yeah, and he, he's something else. So that's he how has, he came out of nowhere to have this role. Oh, yeah. And he, but no, he's been in some stuff, but he's, he, he's interesting because he, he has a lot of sex appeal while also you're like, is he good looking? That question mark, you know? Yeah, it's. Very, I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love it as well. I was instantly kind of taken. Yeah, I'm not, like, I'm okay. like, I'm not, I don't know, maybe, at first I'm like, you're not a movie star, but I'm now I'm kind of like, maybe you could be a movie star. Maybe you're like, I, off just enough to like, make that work. But I like how this kid who started out on Will and Grace is Jack and Rosie O'Donnell's son, is now in 
big TV shows and movies. <laughs> Wait. Who? The one who was like because... the only... The only chemist who was, like, vaguely nice to her with the glasses, but then ended up participating in stealing all her stuff, but then offers her a job. Okay. The guy who's, like, because he's a little softer. I just rewatched. I just, not rewatched. watched for the first time the, like, comeback series of Will and Grace, on which I, I guess it could be a different actor. It's the same actor. That is the son, but... Yep. Who then, who has, like, a a son and they send him to, like, don't be gay camp or whatever. Right. Ugh, it's so stupid. Yeah, but anyways, that person was Justin Oppenheimer and is now on this show. Oh. I don't, I I didn't, I didn't clock him on this show for some reason, but. um, He's got glasses on. He's got glasses. Oh, that's. That'll do it. Unfair. That's unfair. You can't be doing that. Um. I think this show is great. I think, like, there's these surprises. Like, when you see the little girl, and I think the, like, third or fourth episode, and then you realize that's not her daughter. I wish Um, that had been their daughter. I thought it was a little bit... It was very Hollywood to have her daughter be absolutely gorgeous. Well, I did think this this little girl can't possibly be her daughter. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) You've really bought into Hollywood. Well... No, I bought into like the this like hyper controlling science mom. I see. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. that that doesn't add up to me, and it so it was a, a pretty funny when it turned out to not be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I I'm I'm charmed by these like absolutely unsocial, antisocial kind of characters. Mm, it's you. It's like, yeah, if I wasn't, if I didn't have to be social right, <laughs> to like That'd survive. Be, yeah. Um, yeah. Which, you I, know, I think is maybe like, yeah, in a way, I guess like they don't. I mean, certainly the, the father character didn't need to be social because he was famous and successful. I mean, look, she is doing the cooking show that I would want to watch. Like she... It's good. It's. I mean, it's great. It's great. It's great. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember this past... Now I'm, like, um, forgetting the show, basically. It's but. the one where she starts doing the TV show, and then, like, oh, rain... Oh, right, and it ends rain. with the daughter. This, like... So she, you know, kind of... Everything starts happening in terms of, success. like, TV success. And her daughter feels neglected. And now she's yeah. like, oh, fuck my life. Yeah. Um... Well, I'm like, at some point, child, you're going to have to realize that you're on your own. Yeah. But, you know, she's also not. So. She's got, she's got great neighbors. You know, she's got, she's okay. She'll be. Well, she's going to find her, you know, she's on a hunt for her father, which I think is a great subplot. Right. She wants to know about him. Yeah. Um. That's great. Did you watch, yeah. did you finish the morning show? Is it? I, oh, there's the another episode. I didn't watch the finale, no. Wow. This is like a show that I find basically unwatchable. Like, it takes me, <laughs> you know, I like have, I like watch five minutes and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to go do something else. Like, I stop in the middle of like, you know, some crazy confrontation and I'm just like, these characters are so flat. Except there is one scene that I, th- I thought really was compelling in this finale with Billy Crudup. It's between Billy Crudup and um, Reese Witherspoon. They have, and they I have thought, a thing. That's, a thing. That's, that's a real scene. Thank you. But <clears throat> Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, I, I enjoy watching it. I'm also shocked at how broad it is. I'm like... Are they serious? Well, these insane storylines do all have all come together, but it doesn't justify the insanity of the show. It's crazy to watch like these kind of actors on this kind of show. Uh, Like that's, I think the the kind of. um, Well, yeah, it's a full like soap opera, dynasty kind of, but it's not really played that way. So we're only kind of realizing it now after all these absurd plots. 
that like right. oh this show is just basic trash tv which well, is well that's where there's a this pleasure. strange kind of like conflict in the show where you're like wait like these are the plots this is the these are the lines and then these are the actors delivering them and you're like yeah. wow this is crazy it's so like bizarre it's surreal right because we're like talking about january 6th and the like, whole juliana Mar- and- the one plot where i'm like this is so dumb is the juliana margulies one where she's like i can't absolutely I can't be with you because you did this thing and i'm like wait as if i'm like she was literally protecting her brother like who cares also, and if anyone's going to understand that scenario, it's going to be another journalist who no doubt right. has gone through like a million complicated scenarios. Right. Everybody's anything, backstabbing everybody. That's just that like, oh, my girlfriend didn't tell me when this like shit was going down. Right. Like, also, this whole thing about journalistic integrity between these people, I'm like, nobody, nobody has that. Nobody has that here. Well, it's also so black and white. Like as if. She also has a family, which if I, this, if something happened to you, would you want her to turn you in? Like, right, what are exactly. we talking about? It was so dumb. Absurd. And she's like, I thought that we could grow old together. But, I was like, get a fucking grip. Yeah, you know how you grow old together with someone is by actually dealing with scenarios and not coming right. out of your life. Exactly. Excuse me. Yeah, that shows it's insane. Um, can't wait for another season of it. Um, <laughs> um I'm sorry, I I'm made a pie. Taking my vitamins. Ooh. Ooh, vitamins. I took my vitamins. And I ended up doing this weird thing because I wanted to make Claire Saffitt's pumpkin pie for my neighbor oh. for their birthday. Mm. Nice. And basically I was working from the video of it and... In the video, Claire doesn't make the crust. And it's like, you know, just use the my pie crust recipe, right. whatever. And at that point, I didn't have... I did subsequently purchase Dessert Person. Because I was like, I should really have this cookbook. It's a great book. Yeah. You've, like, baked every recipe in it, basically. Oh, no, but a lot. <clears throat> um... But I, you know, I, I think Claire's really where it's at. Um, she, she's totally where it's at. But I ended up using an Alison Roman crust recipe because I do have an Alison, or did have an Alison Roman cookbook at that point. Mm. So I kind of, but I used Claire's baking instructions. <laughs> and I've also subsequently purchased a oven thermometer because I don't think... My oven is correct, but that is all to say. So basically I had a lot of shrinkage and you have mouthwash going on. Yeah. Gotta, gotta kill that, kill those mouth bugs. Yeah. Um, but so there was some like, you know, sh- sh- shrinkage, at, you know, at, we did a blind bake, what have you, whatever. So it... It didn't look 100% dreams, Uh Um, but it looked great. I mean, it was absolutely like a gorgeous pie. It just, you know, wasn't... The pie of dreams. Perfect, yeah. Um, And it was the best pumpkin pie I've ever eaten. Wow. For sure. So the custard part was exceptional. Well, the whole thing, the crust was delicious. The only the only downside were some like aesthetic, you know, so this like, basically the like the pulling away and losing some of the like edge, kind of, cl- clarity I would right. say, which which seemed to be a thing that Claire was struggling with as well in the video oh, of like we're gonna do as much as we can to try to limit limit the amount of shrinkage and whatever here, right. so, um. And basically why I wanted to make this pumpkin pie was because at a Halloween party, said neighbor was like, oh, I, I love pumpkin pie. It's my favorite. And we had this like, you know, bad store-bought pumpkin pie scenario. And mm. I was like, oh, I should make a pumpkin pie. Because I too love pumpkin pie. 
I I forget about it because it's so specific to like was, a day, but yeah. Yes, and they're often like this other kind of pumpkin pie, which is like a kind of rubbery crust with like a right. a floppy, you know. Yeah. Just gelatinous kind of interior. But, it, that's but this was pumpkin-y. it. Yes, and what I also loved about Claire's recipe is that she uses an, uses an entire can of pumpkin. Because, like, what are you going to do with that? I guess you could add it to, like, a pasta or something. Mm. Like a squashy pasta. That sounds great. Oh, God. No, I don't know. It sounds cloying. Like, too too much starch. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, a little bit of leftover of it. I see. You could make, like, a a, a sagey pumpkin Mm -hmm, pasta. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't really know. I don't really know what... That what to do with canned really pumpkin? So it didn't. It like, didn't use but, a whole can of the. No, Libby's? it did. Oh, okay, but like I, I do find that often they don't. You have to if you make a recipe for pumpkin pie, you have to use the whole. You can. You have to use the whole can. I'm just thinking, like, if you didn't, like, what could you use it for? So and to give it to the dog, you know. Hmm. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I think it was like pure, purely just pumpkin. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was absolutely delicious. I'm so... I just love hearing that Claire's recipes work, you know? They really do. And they, you know, they're, like, more complicated than they... They're as complicated as they need to be to get that Mm -hmm. delicious, essentially. You know, because she's like, well, if you're going to heat up the milk to make a custard, let's brown this butter. And you're like, yeah, that takes, you know, that adds time and And labor. And you start realizing, like, why you wouldn't do that. But when you eat that pie, you're like, this is exceptional. Watching all, rewatching Gourmet Makes from the Bon Appetit YouTubes, I'm like, it's fun to watch Claire just, like, fail so much that she's despondent. Mm. Um, but Ugh, it's, it's, it's been a while, because, you know, on her, on New York Times, especially on New York Times, she's like, I succeed. She yeah. She's like, everything will work. Yeah. Um, but it's on uh, gourmet makes. It's like nothing will work. Everything's a disaster. Well, she's trying to make some like insane like you know candy or whatever. She's making right? gushers. She's making skittles. She's making peanut M and M's. It's a nightmare. Yeah, and, and that series only worked because she really was determined to do it. Whereas like well, yeah, no, no one else really you know who was done that except the people who were Andy. the people who were really determined to do it were the producers of the videos. The people behind mm. the camera are like, try again, Claire, and she's like, wow. do I have? She had, I have oh to. God. Yeah, I watched a lot of Thanksgiving. So Carla Lolly Music made a mashed mashed potato. Did you see yeah. this? Did we talk could, about this? I thought I don't want those mashed potatoes. I thought this is crazy. I can't wait to read these comments. I thought those mashed potatoes look like sauce. They don't look like potatoes. Well, people were like soup. Soup. Yeah, it looks absolutely soup. potato soup. But if you you should watch the New York Times Vaughn well, mashed I, potatoes. I did. I was, like, I was like, that is mashed potatoes. Absolutely. I want fluffy. I want. I, I basically don't. want KFC mashed potatoes. I'm sorry. Putting the That's mashed potato through a food mill. I'm like, no one's getting out their food mill. No, no one is ever buying a food mill. No, I'm like to Excuse go me. to get. Look, I was very heartening to see Vaughn try do the three methods with the ricer and the mixer and the masher. Yeah, and he basically like, like doesn't make a difference. He's and like, use whatever. I just watched. I've been watching like nonstop Thanksgiving themed YouTubes. It's crazy. So, so like, I watch Bon Appetit, those, you know, like, they go to Claire's family's house, oh. Thanksgiving. You watch Making um, Perfect. Making Perfect, which it's they make so basically very similar mashed potatoes. That That's how I ended up in this zone of Thanksgiving well, insanity. They, don't they make potatoes. the ones that Carla makes, basically? Basically. Yeah, so well, it's insane. Yeah. But they put, but they, so their whole thing with the, those mashed potatoes was, like, how to get... Crispy and soft yes. at the same so time. They just put some stuff on, you know. They yeah, like they put potato skins. Garnish it with, yeah, with. Oh, they, potato, potato chips. Potato chips and and bread. Yeah, that's right. I remember this now. Which I'm like, well, that's stuff. I've actually, I've you actually made that. I've made. Top, which is I've fine. made that potato recipe before, but I didn't have the German butterball potatoes, and right. I did. Well, I made the, the potato chip topping, which was fun. But I'm like, whatever, doesn't matter. Just make mashed no. potatoes. Literally, what if you 
the New York Times mashed potatoes thing is just go yes, to there. That go is there. the solution. I yeah. agree. Um, and it also and shows I'm gonna that, be, like, st- I'm gonna be stealing the shit doesn't matter. I'm gonna steal the brown butter thing this year. I think brown butter is like whenever you can do it, do it. Yeah, I'm gonna do that for my family this year. Everyone's gonna be. It's gonna knock their socks off. Knock them off. I gotta go to Gyrotonics. Oh, that's exciting. Um, yeah. One last nowhere parent. We're sh- we're screening at New York Public Library on Thursday, December seventh at six p.m. So. Oh, that's right. Linda tickets, Murray. I December ran into 7th. her at Choreographic Institute the other day and she said as much and I was like, I oh. don't know about it. I know. We um, also, we knew, but this was set like a year ago. You forgot. And I was like, I literally was like, is this thing, is this thing happening? And I like Googled it. And there <laughs> was. The event listing. And then later that day, I got an email from the library about it and I was like, this is crazy. So I I am doing an ex- extended version that's essentially what we wanted to put out but couldn't because of licensing and all Great. its stuff. So it's, I it's a new will version. We'll be there. Can I have a comp? It's free. It's free. Well, it's free. It's free. Oh, you, thank everyone, God. all of our listeners use code 001 to get a free ticket now. Is that true? No, it's free, but like, oh. you know. It's free. Just reserve a ticket. Um, reserve a ticket. We'd, we'd love to see you. Yes. Then, December 7th. Gorgeous. December. Wow. It's Okay. Coming. Well, we love you for listening and for listening. And yeah. we'll be back here next week. We sure Talking will. about Song of Songs, no doubt. Oh my god. I haven't seen it. I'm going to see it I just it saw a little today. clip. I saw a bit yesterday in tech rehearsal and I was like in tears. So I can't wait to watch tonight. I'm so excited to see it. Okay. All right, I'll see you. Okay, bye. Somewhere I'm gonna, for dinner. Yeah, I'm going to send this gyro thing. Okay, thank you. All right. Okay, bye. bye.